When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. So I flew in this morning from San Diego to Tampa on an overnight flight and you can't find direct flights from, from San Diego to Tampa. So I'm tired. I'm tired. I'll tell you that. But sometimes being tired is actually good because then you're not, you're actually not thinking as clearly, which seems really horrible to say, but like, you're not thinking as clearly, which means you're, you're, you're kind of leading a little bit with your unconscious mind. So um, I'm going to go with that. Uh, My question to you today is, is your business in crisis like mine? Now it sounds kind of like a crazy question coming to you and having very successful, I'm going to do air quotes here, successful business and wondering if you're, 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 you're feeling like your, your business is in crisis. And, um, I'll tell you a little story about that. So I actually, uh, I, I just came back from a mastermind today and, and I go to these masterminds. I have a couple of different masterminds and, and, and it's so important because there's so much I learned so much I gained from being around like-minded people, people who are even more successful than I am, much more successful than I am. People who are on, really on the same type of path really want to, uh, as I like to say, as my book suggests, make more money, help more people. Like we want to make a bigger difference and we do it through entrepreneurship and, and our business and how we can help others. And then we can contribute more as well. And, um, a few months ago, I actually was at another mastermind and, um, I saw this guy speak and he was incredible there. There was just something about him that I really, really was drawn to. And there were a few things he said that just got me really thinking. And after his talk, uh, during, uh, during lunch, um, I was sitting down and, and I had like the luxury of him coming to sit down with me. And I'm actually, I I think I asked him, I said, Hey, can, can I ask you something? And my one question turned in about 25 questions. And sometimes I tend to do this um, where I feel like everyone needs to just like, I need to dump what's in my brain and let you know exactly what's going on in my head. Um, and then I can get to my question. I don't know how many of you do that, but I tend to uh, give a little too much information, TMI, as they say. Um, but I started to talk to him and he's this guy who is a company actually called simple, simple operations. And, uh, he's just really amazing type of entrepreneur where there's so much that he, he leads with, where it's not just about 
taking action. It's not even just about operations. It's, it has a lot to do with how you show up in other areas of your life, what you do with your health, what you do with your body, what you do with your routines and how that affects your business as well. And how that affects your life. And what that's what I really love about him. So I was sitting there and I was actually asking him something about how to pay my, pay my team and, and incentivize them and kind of bonus structure and stuff. That's where it started. And then I started to dump all these things. And I said to him, his name is Alex Sharfin. You can check him out. He has a podcast called momentum podcast. I'm going to bring him on this podcast at some point. Brilliant, brilliant guy. Um, as I told my husband, I have a business crush on him. So just a business crush. It's okay. But he's, he's just like, I really love, I, I love his stuff. I love what he talks about and it all makes so much sense. So I'm sitting there and I start, then I started dumping all these things on him. You know, as I asked one question, then came another and another. And I said to him, I said, you know, let me, I said, I have a question, but let me give you a little bit of background. I said, you know, mid-year last year, uh, I realized it wasn't on track for our goals. Like we had made a big goal. And for us, that was 2 million last year. And in about mid-year, I'm like, oh, we're not on track. And every time my CEO came on and kind of told the team, like, here we are this week and it's really great. We're still 40% above last year or something, but we're not on track. I, I was like, okay, you know, guys, it's okay. Like we don't have to be on track. Like 40, 40% above last year is really amazing. <laughs> like, and we have a big goal. So don't feel bad about that, you know, kind of letting them off the hook because I would set a big goal so I can create the marketing systems around it. So we'll do the marketing. And then if we miss it, we still do better than last year. So that's kind of how I roll as a visionary entrepreneur. And, um, so she'd come on and talk about the numbers and, and then, um, you know, it was kind of be like, want, want. So I was like, you know what, after I got off that one call, I was like, we're mid year in. And I'm like, we're not on track. And am I doing everything I can to be on track? Like I started to ask myself and the truth was I wasn't. And so I thought, well, what do I have right now? Like I have resources. Everyone has resources. You have resources of time. You have resourcefulness, which is a resource. Um, and I happen to have money because I was, you know, have been doing well in my business. And so I said, you know what? I could just hire people to help me. And so I realized where are the gaps in my business? And I just started hiring consultant after consultant after consultant. I hired a copywriter, very, I won't even tell you the prices, but a lot. Okay. And I basically went from, I hired a, I went from a Facebook ad consultant to a whole agency, which doubled the amount I was paying there. And I uh, hired a copywriter, which was an extra amount that I wasn't paying. And then I hired um, this, this company to book me on stages because I'm like, I don't have time to do that, but I know that's going to help me grow my business. Um, I actually hired someone to take my challenge. We have a tag challenge, the appointment generator challenge, and turn it into a game because just doing it live again and again was starting to get stressful on my team. Not, not for me so much, but there's always changes. And so there's too much on my team. And so I just started hiring people and I'm like, okay, here, here money, like throw the money at it and it will solve my problem. And what happened was, is it didn't. And I'm telling Alex this and he's like, yeah, you, you tried to buy yourself out of overwhelm. And I was like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, I didn't think I was overwhelmed. I just thought I wanted to hit my goal because I'm probably a delusional entrepreneur. And, and, and I just thought, okay, what's the best way to do it is to get help. The problem was I wasn't focused. I wasn't clear. I didn't necessarily have a strategy and I was, and what happens was when you, when you hire all these consultants to do different things for you, how do they do it? They need stuff from you or they need stuff from your, your team so that they can actually do their job. And so what happened was there are all these different consultants in different areas that are like, okay, here, you know, read this copy, check these stages, do this, do that. And like, we were then extremely overwhelmed and not to mention doing all the other things. 
And so I told Alex, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And I said, the biggest motivator for me to, to actually create a better foundation for my business, because I'm like, you know, now that we, we threw all that money out. It didn't necessarily work. We still had our best year ever, but it didn't hit the 2 million. And, you know, he said, you, you're, you're, he said, um, oh, and I told him my biggest motivation is to get my COO, my dear friend, who's been working with me for five years, Ashley to, um, to, to get her to have normal business hours, like to work a normal business life, because she's, you know, basically running my team and running the back end of the business. And she's working 12 to 14 hours a day. I didn't know this until maybe a few months before, but when she told me, I was like, Oh man, like, and I'm, I'm putting all this stuff on her to help me. And she is the type of person that's going to do as much as she can to always help. And I'm like, Oh, I cannot have Ashley working 12 to 14 hours a day. And so after telling him all of this, he starts to tell me that my business is in crisis. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, cause we're growing at rapid rates. We're doing very well. Like we're helping so many more people. We shifted like once 2020 hit or the, the pandemic hit, we started to shift our programs and we kept making them better. We've kept making them better. Our clients are really happy. They're growing. They're, they're doing exceptionally well, but we're just running we're running, we're constantly reacting. We're constantly, you know, doing things like, you know, being pulled away. We're not focused. We don't necessarily have a plan and we're just running and we're running really, really, really fast. And when you're running really, 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 really fast, I round and around and around and around, you're bound to fly off. And what he was basically telling me, he said, your business is in crisis. You know, you're, this is, and I, I gave him, I also told him, I said, you know, my typical pattern, Alex, is that the second I think I want something, The second I think I want something, it's been tell someone to help me with it. Like here, do this or that. If I need my team to help me, the second I realize I want it, it's already too late. It's like, I already want it yesterday, which is such like a pattern that I run. Like there's this urgency, urgency, everything's urgent. Everything's time sensitive. Like the second I think I want it, the second I think about it, I'm like, oh, I wish I had it. And that is just a typical pattern that entrepreneurs run. And, and, and Alex started telling me about this and he's like, well, most entrepreneurs who do that, who are constantly in urgency mode are, um, have trauma, have trauma. And I was like, what do you mean trauma? Like I grew up like very much, you know, in middle upper middle class, like everything was easy. I didn't really have anything bad happen. In fact, it was funny when I met my husband who was in the middle of declaring a $2.2 million bankruptcy. I'm like, damn, that's going to be a good story someday. And I got nothing. Like I grew up, things went well. I worked hard. I got straight A's. I worked hard again got a job. I was singer songwriter for a while, but that's that I didn't have success there, but like, I still like nothing really bad went wrong. And I was really questioning this. Alex is like, yeah, you, you know, you have all this trauma. And I was like, I don't understand. And he's like, trauma doesn't mean it has to be sexual abuse or something, you know, extremely drastic or what we, what he said in, in the podcast, when he talked about me, actually it's funny. Um, but he said like trauma with a capital T Trauma could just be, it could be any little thing that affects you and that creates that urgency mode. And there's a lot of positive aspects to that. When you're in urgency, you get things done. And I'm the type of person that gets shit done. And, and because of that, I'm able to help so many people grow the business. But he was saying that like, you cannot sustain this. And if you keep going at this rapid rate, you know, you're bound to fall off, get hurt, um, run your team ragged, run yourself ragged, get, you know, into, um, just, uh, over overload all these things and your business can implode. And I'm like, Oh my God. Now the crazy thing is, is you can ask my husband this. I tend to be to get very defensive. I am a woman. 
I don't know about you if you have the same problem, but like, usually when people tell me things like my immediacy is like, like my immediate reaction is, well, like to justify, like, it's because of this, it's because of that to make excuses, because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm positive and I want to be positive and I think I'm doing really well. And I like to make myself feel better. And it's a defense defense mechanism. And so usually I want to explain and justify why that's not the case, but it was almost like this energy. This is going to be woo woo for a second. Okay. It was like this energy went through me. I could feel this tingling in my legs. I swear to you, I had this like very physiological reaction when he started talking about trauma and how my business was in crisis and how, you know, if I don't fix this, it can implode. And then I needed to basically start layering off all the things I did to try to get to 2 million and take things off my plate, take things off our team's plate and start to pause on all the things I did because I was just trying to buy myself out of overwhelm and then start to really kind of go like in like inward and then outward, you know, to try to fix the things on a foundational level in the business so that we can scale and grow. And I was, I'm telling you, like I had this like tingling in my legs. Like I need to pay attention to this guy. I need to pay attention to what's happening right now. I need to pay attention to this message because I feel like it is, whether it's the universe or God or something like it's coming to me strong and I need to pay attention. And so I did. And it was a very impactful conversation. And what I was joking about a second ago is that I was actually on the plane. Uh, what is it? Just, just going out to San Diego on this trip. I'm listening to this Alex Sharfin's episode after episode after episode, because I downloaded all these episodes and I look at, you know, each episode and I kind of like, which one do I want to listen to next? And then this is one, this, this one was about urgency and how, you know, can, I don't know, understanding how urgency can hurt your business or something like that. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like me. And that sounds interesting. I start listening to this and I'm like four minutes in or something like that. And I realize he's talking about this exact story that I'm talking about sitting down at lunch, meeting with this woman who was, who was me and who, you know, had a business in crisis and basically trauma that I was thinking was not the case. Right. So it was really interesting. And I'm like, Oh, that's so funny. Like, and again, I wasn't defensive and I wasn't hurt by. And I didn't feel like he was saying bad things at all. I just felt like, like, this is just a fact. My business is in crisis and it's something we have to fix. Fix, And the awareness of that was so valuable. It was really so valuable that it just, it changed my outlook. Now I didn't in this case go and hire him right away because I was like, I mean, sometimes like if you're working by yourself, if you don't have any help, you need to get the help you need like right away. Okay. In my case, I had so many people helping me. I needed to like actually take time to think. And so we were going on a trip. This was around November. I think I met him and we were going on a trip in December for three weeks. So I talked to his team and I'm like, okay, we'll start up in the new year. So what was cool is that I came back after my vacation and came back in the new year and all of this like underlying was affecting me just about my business being in crisis and how we have to really look at this differently because I always say, because my book is make more money, help more people. And so I actually cared less about profit and more about just revenue because I'm like, I want to make sure to keep growing because if I, my whole, my whole belief system is like, when you make more money, you help more people. So all I got to do is keep increasing the revenue. And I know because people pay, you know, they get value, they get incredible value. So if I just keep getting higher and higher revenue, I'm helping way more people. And then I, I can help millions and millions of people and make an incredible impact. If I'm just getting a higher and higher profit, like 
I will be sustainable and that's cool. But like, I felt like it, what it's more about me. And so what was interesting is like that, you know, cause well, one of the other things he said to me, oh yeah, he said this is that when we were sitting at, the, at lunch, he was like, why do you need to grow? Like, why do you need to grow so fast? Like, what's the rush? And I, and I told him, I was like, cause I want to make more money, help more people. I got to help more people. I got to help more people. I got to help more people, you know? And I think that it totally equates to that. And I'm not saying that I was wrong in the sense of, you know, my book, I do believe overall make more money, help more people. But if you don't have a foundation, a clear foundation for the core things in your business, and you're just running, it's really great. It's really great that you're willing to work hard. Some people in this industry are working so hard, but they're still not even getting the result. Some people are working really hard and they're getting the result, but they're totally burnt out. And some people are not working hard, (laughs) but you're probably, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone who works hard. And the question is, are you, is the payoff what you want? And I've had a phenomenal payoff. I've been very, very lucky. And what happens with growing pains in your business, you realize what's important and where to focus. And so I came out of my vacation and starting the beginning of the year, and you can hear podcasts about the 5am club, you can go back. And a lot of the stuff I've been talking about this year so far is really about mindset and really about focus. Because what I realized is I don't have to do more. I don't have to do more, not even, even just to make more, like I can do less and make more, but more importantly, I can do less and help more people. And I can have a much bigger impact if I add those, the things that are important in my business, which is yes, one is making sure we have the foundation Two, or I should say this one, one is making sure my, my COO isn't working her, her tail off where she can't have a life. Okay. Cause that's really important. And it's not just my COO, but my team that I'm not constantly jerking them in different directions and pulling them around. And then to create this foundation. So it's predictable, it's sustainable, it's reliable. And I mean, I'm going to say that word again, sustainable, because it's not helping anyone if I run myself ragged, because if I go, 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 and I realized this many times in my career, my business career, if I go, 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 and my clients love that I'm providing all this value, but then there comes a point where like, I can't go anymore and that's going to hurt them. And so there has to be some pace, right? There has to be, um, that sustainability. It's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Instead of a sprint, we want endurance, right? There's got to be endurance in your business. And that comes with building the foundation. Now, one other thing I love about Alex Sharfin, as I mentioned, is which is why I have a have a business crush on him, and I will tell him that it's it's not weird. Okay, <laughs> he listens to this, um, but it's because his heart is in it, and he's he's so inspirational to help people in a way that, like, one of the number one things he talks about is self care and the importance of of you taking care of you because you know he says who's the most important person in your business. And people don't want to say, like, be all selfish and say, it's me. And he's like, of course it's you. How are your, if you ever get, you know, a team and employees and, and people who rely on you, like, how are they supposed to have a sustainable job if you have, you know, you're emotionally unstable. And I I don't know if I'm emotionally unstable per se, but it can get to that point and the stress levels can get high to a point where it it just, you don't have the endurance, right? So it comes back to taking care of you. What do you need to do to take care of you? And I'll tell you another quick story. I have one of my clients, uh, we have a WhatsApp group in our, in our FEM program. And uh, Mary came on and she said, 
you know, oh man, I forgot it was a holiday on Monday. And I I'd meant to spend the time, spend the time with my, my son and my husband, but I didn't block it off. And so I had two clients and I mean, it was, it was, she was exasperated. I mean, it was like, it was a lot crazier than that and not crazy. I mean, just like a lot more energy, like stress around it. And she was like, you know, and I have, I have two clients who's already scheduled on my calendar. And I just feel like I, but I really want to take it off. And I just, oh, I can't even believe it, but I'm feeling like, oh, why didn't I do that? You know, and she's beating herself up and she's like, what do I do? And I said, reschedule the calls. Like you need to t- take care of you. It's not going to help them any if you run yourself ragged and you need to control your calendar and your time. And it's okay. You made a mistake. You didn't block your calendar. It's no big deal. Like the world will not end. You know, the people will not die because you didn't block off your calendar. And you could just say, Hey, you know, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to block my calendar. I've done that many, many times. And my clients are very forgiving and loving. And they're like, good, go take care of yourself. And that's exactly what happened with Mary. Her clients were like, oh yeah, actually rescheduling is better time for me anyway. They probably forgot it was a holiday as well. So it's just so important that you recognize what's really happening, okay? And I I think as much as I'm, I'm using a big word, crisis, like your business is in crisis or is it? I don't know. But if you do not have sustainable, reliable systems, you know, if you are not, um, when you don't have predictability in your business where you know if you do this this activity, you'll get this result, that starts to weigh on you. And if you just pound the pavement, dial for dollars, run yourself ragged, you know, go, 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 and don't take time for yourself, no matter how great the systems are, you're still having a business in crisis. And one thing I'm learning from Alex, and we did sign up for his program, and we're actually going to an event in a couple of weeks, which I'm super excited about. There goes my dog. Calm down, Mox. That's my dog, Moxie. Hold on one second. So what I learned from, or what I'm learning from Alex, I'm trying to remember what I was saying here. Um, I forget, but I think what I was going to say is that just how important it is to take care of yourself. And I don't have all the systems and all the, the, the foundation. And, and if he didn't have this whole system, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. Like I need the systems. I need all that, but there also has to come with it, you know, what you want and your commitment to take care of yourself. And, oh, I know what I was going to say is that he talks about making decisions based on neutrality or talking about being like a, um, something about like decision-making like entrepreneur neutrality or something, which, um, I am not, I'm butchering it. Sorry, Alex. Um, I'll learn it soon in your program. But the, the understanding of that is that what that really means is that you're not basing everything, every decision on a feeling. Instead, it's based on actual facts, actually what's going on. And he told me, I actually called him uh, about a couple of weeks ago. And because I was like, I want to ask advice. Like, what do I do at this point? Because I had another challenge coming on. He's he's just super, super willing to help, which is really amazing because he had given me a cell phone and I messaged him. I'm like, can you talk for 10 minutes? He called me like 15 minutes later and we had a nice chat. But again, I ran the pattern of here, let me dump all my problems and you tell me what to do. And he said, Robin, if I were to, give you advice right now, it would be coaching malpractice because you're everything you're saying about the challenges you're having and what you want to do. The only thing you're basing this decision on, or I would be basing this, this decision on, or this advice on is a feeling is just a feeling. 
And he's like, what you're going to learn is how to start making decisions based on neutrality, where it's not an emotional decision. We look back, he said, what you do, we're going to do with you is you evaluate, um, you communicate and measure. So it's evaluation, communication, and measurement. And those key components will allow you as a business owner to make decisions without the emotion. And it's not like you can't be emotional, like we're emotional beings, but to make those decisions um, on based on those emotions of how you feel, which is not based on any evaluation or any measurement or any sort of communication, then it could, it could lead to things that I've been, uh, that I've been doing, right. With just hiring people and trying to get myself overwhelmed, just try to fix my problem, solve my problem, that sort of thing. So what I want to give you, and, and I will be bringing on, I'm going to learn so much and you'll get to learn it through me. And you can check out uh, Alex Sharfin's podcast, Momentum Podcast, um, if you'd like. But it's such a great takeaway for me. And this is why I said my body was like, you know, tingly in, in the sense of like something important is happening right now and I need to pay attention. And what I want you to take away from this is that take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to think about what you want, what's important to you. And you, you need to get help. You need to get the systems. You need to, so you're not alone in this because otherwise you're totally an emotional being and making these decisions without any knowledge of really what can work for you. But spend time breathing, spend time meditating, take a few minutes because if you're just running and running and running, and working hard and working hard and working hard, and you're not seeing the results. They say like doing the same thing over and over again is a definition of not getting this, not getting results is a definition of insanity. Okay. So if you're doing these things, you're not getting the results. You need to take a moment to pause and breathe and recognize that that is crisis mode. And we need to crisis proof your business. We need to get you out of crisis. And I I'm coming to you vulnerable, coming to you telling you that I've had the same problem. <laughs> I'm running patterns that aren't necessarily helping me. And this is part of the growing pains. Like I had to have this challenge in order to recognize it. And as I started to say, like the beginning of the year, everything I've been, been talking about, not everything, but most of the things I've been talking about have been around focus and mindset and how we have to get in the right state and to put yourself first and start doing things for you. Because I believe wholeheartedly, which is why I'm meditating now, I'm still doing the 5 a.m. club. Those of you paying attention to any of this stuff, um, 5 a.m. club, I don't know what day I'm on, but I'm, I have to do 66 days. That's my commitment. I think I'm somewhere around 50, maybe 48, something like that. Um, but every day I'm waking up at 5 a.m., doing my exercise, meditating or reflecting, and then doing some sort of learning and growing so that I can be better. And when you focus on you, being better and you grow you, you'll also grow your business and that will allow you to get out of crisis mode. So take a moment, take some breathe, take some breaths, take a moment to breathe, to relax, to focus, think about what you want. And another thing I will leave you with is that the more you focus on one thing and the less, and I have to take this advice all the time now, the less you do a ton of things, the bigger the results will be. And most of the women who come to me there, which I love, they think very, very big. They're, you know, big thinkers. They want huge goals. If they did 20,000 last year, they want to do hundred. If they did hundred last year, they want to do half a million. That's great. I love that. I, I'm like that too. 
And they have so many ideas. They can't implement any. They're all over the place because it's just like, oh, shiny penny, ding, ding, ding. Okay, I'm the same way. So we need to calm, calm down, breathe, focus, okay? And focus on one thing that you know, if you do that one thing, that will drive the business forward and get you big results. So good to have you here today. And I will see you next time on Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. Bye. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the Appointment Generator Challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system. And you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone. Whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years, or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.